NXT, June 13th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn, and I'm here with my friends Issa and Alfred. And tonight, we're going to talk to you about the world of black and gold, baby. NXT, the build-up to Gold Rush. We've got a major WWE title defense happening next week in NXT. We've got major things happening mysteries are being solved oh so good <laughs> rivalries are escalating yep what happens next stay tuned to find out this is wrestling inc mr Kanawa, what is going on in the news well there's so much going on glenn that we got scooped by nxt as one of our stories was going to be nxt filing a trademark for gold rush but Shawn michaels of course had to go and tweet that saying that the gold rush tournament is coming it's going to be an event they are doing next week. So that was a news story, and we're going to get into that. We don't really have to cover it in the news section. The only story here, actually kind of a serious one, BJ Whitmer of AEW working backstage, and he's been there pretty much since they opened their door. Of course, former ROH veteran, he has been fired by the company. He was arrested on June 4th in Kentucky on charges of first-degree strangulation, second-degree burglary. He will get his day in court, but very serious situation developing with BJ Whitmer. He has been Fire fade quite swiftly, Issa. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can. I mean, if you guys have anything to say, you can say it. But I, if, if there's a hot take to be to had on this, I'm I'm listening. But no, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't have one. Yeah, I, I mean, um, they, I guess it sucks to suck. Violence yeah. is wrong, kids. Uh, but the, didn't they issue? Uh, but it, their... it depends. It depends. Yeah. It well, well, depends on who. Yeah, Cody Rhodes issue... is exacting violence on Brock Lesnar. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> A little, little different, but didn't AEW issue a statement that they were also going to try and do what they could in regards to... Yeah, help out the, the family or the yeah. victims. Yeah. yeah, they did, yes, which they is did. classy. That, um, I mean, that was really nice that I've not seen that before. The and they, do, they do, you know, they do a good job with that. And, and you know, they taking care of Brody Lee's families too. Like when things happen in that company, they really go out of the way to take care of the people and, and the victims involved. They, they probably doing the same thing for Jay Briscoe's family. And, and in this case, it's a complete opposite situation. But they did say that they will help out the victims involved. So that is classy of them. Absolutely. That's my that's the hot take right there. You're yeah, right there we that. go. See a little more information. That's what I was looking for. What else is going on in the news? That's our news story. I was going to talk about what the, the gold hell, Fred? They, already, they already scooped us. So okay. Slow news day, and uh, one of our stories has already been blown up. So Gold Rush, a two-week, two-part live on USA NXT event. Yep. Two weeks are really... And again, it continues as NXT is getting all this emphasis because WWE is negotiating their TV contract. They want NXT to be as strong as possible. So this is going to be another big television special, another main roster star going on. So now there's going to be multiple main roster stars on this show. Uh, Dana Brooke, Baron Corbin, Seth Rollins. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this I with mean, these NXT shows. One of those things is not like the other. But, I understand, um, but I'm, what I'm saying is that it's becoming a theme that main roster and stars And I love going, all three of them. But I'm just Dana being... Brooke, I'm being really, and I, I love Dana Brooke. I love Baron Corbin, love Mustafa Ali, but Seth Rollins is the world heavyweight champion in WWE. Like, that's a big yes. freaking deal. 
Yeah, um, there's going to be a lot more main rosters. And we've heard stories about NXT becoming more like kind of like a third show as opposed to just a developmental. So we're going to see more and more wait, 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 what uh, main roster this? people. What? Oh, it's, it's a third brand. Really? You don't say. No, I mean, well, it is a third brand. It's always been the number three brand. It'll continue to be the number three brand. But what I'm saying is instead of being a developmental where you're going to see more people who are NIL athletes, which you're still going to see, they're going to load it up with main roster stars. And it's going to be more of a Sunday night heat than an NXT. We're getting my favorite version of Glenn tonight. I can already tell. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. So I think it's it's a huge, huge deal, and in a way, they're stepping on their own pop because they got Great American Bash coming up at the end of the month. So NXT. I mean, here's my theory. Like you said about the TV rights deal, I think they're looking at AEW Collision. I think they're looking at what's happened with AEW stumbling a little bit and now they're saying we can get this back we you know we kind of had to pivot and be like oh it's developmental and look at our flashy graphics like the opening of a living color from 1991 um and you know this is a developmental territory to try and deflect from how they got beaten so badly in the ratings uh every wednesday against AEW. but now i think they're like you know maybe uh maybe it's time to bring the old formula back now that uh AEW is not quite the shiny toy it once was. We're certainly going to beat Rampage in the ratings. And Collision is on a Saturday, the least night what uh, least night uh for viewership on television. I think somebody in Connecticut feels like NXT's got its mojo again and it's time to uh step up to the plate and present it this way. And to your point, yeah, for the TV rights thing, the more they say, oh no, no, it's just developmental, it's just a little show. They're going to get MLW money. Like the more they bring Seth Rollins on, the more they do these big things. This is going to get them a bigger bundle deal in their renegotiation. Yeah. I think the time to show up AEW was when they were going head to head AEW. And for whatever reason, they never wanted to do it then. And as we established last week, WWE cares way more about money than they do about AEW. I really don't think they give a damn about <laughs> AEW right now. I think but they're, they're tired at all these negative headlines and they're just like, let this company implode uh, by itself. I think Dynamite's going to be fine and they're going to still sell the tickets that they sell. But I think the number one uh, modus operandi right now for WWE is to get that bag. And they're trying to load it up because I'm hearing 700 million. Nick Khan is saying he thinks they could do one and a half times what they did last time, which would be a lot of money. And he has no reason not to believe that given the ratings of WWE of late. So I think they're just striking while the iron is hot. Yeah. But it, perception is everything with this. And when they rebranded NXT 2.0, they had their tail between their legs. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, we're going to kind of just go. We're going to be on Tuesdays now. We're not going head day head day with AEW anymore. It's developmental guys. Cut us some slack. Wow, that know? was Vince, crazy old Vince, um, really retooling it. And then with him out of the picture, that's also part of how NXT kind of came back to being more of a formidable brand. Yeah, so this is great. I think uh, this was a hot show tonight. That classic NXT yeah. energy is back. And I'm not just saying that because we got Dana Brooke back and playtime is over, people. The total diva Dana Brooke. Like that, that package tonight, if you didn't watch the main roster and you just saw that Dana Brooke package tonight, you'd be like, holy shit, Dana Brooke's a big star going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Oscar with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Dana Brooke's like one of the hottest female sports uh, wrestlers in all sports entertainment. Like that package was amazing for rebranding yeah. and repushing Dana Brooke tonight. Yeah. Great. Uh, Kelvin, 
R. Alexander, $5 super chat saying NXT is building the finest, and I do mean finest <laughs> women's division on the planet. Let's go, Thirsty Kelvin. <laughs> I tend to agree. Does NXT have the thirstiest male fans? No. That's a good question. It's a very good question. I mean, we don't get a lot of thirsty chants in the NXT arena. They seem That's to be true. very respectful. They are. In fact, I mean, I really like that about the NXT crowd and the NXT fan base. Yeah, no, we want puppies or anything like that. Do people who it's 2023 who chanting that? I'm saying that? it doesn't happen. That's the only thing I can go by. That's the thirstiest chant I can think of. What thirsty chance do you know that that's the thirstiest? I mean, I can think of a thirstier chant. If Let's you give hear me like, it. No, I, I'm, I'm not putting that out in the world. <laughs> Put it out. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, nobody, I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, let's let's pivot and talk about the show uh, tonight. We opened with MSK 2.0. MSK 3.0, because there's three of them now. Get it? Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Mustafa Ali versus the Schism with Ava Rain. Mustafa's oh. finessing everybody. Wesley and Tyler Bate are being made to look like such fools. If Mustafa Ali asked to hold Wesley's title for the next six months, he'd let him do it. He's making them fight each other. He's going to be the special guest referee. He's going to finesse everybody. Love to see it. Love that for him. This match was a banger. It was so much fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a great opener. And yeah, I'm very intrigued with what Mustafa Ali is doing here. Makes you wonder why not always book him like the guy that like sneaks his way into, into these factions and finesses everybody. Like you don't see that side of him in the main roster. He's been a little all over the place in the main roster lately with that positive weird thing that they had him do and all that. <laughs> um, so I was, I'm very happy to see what happened here. But overall, I really did like this match. I love the way that Ali, uh, Tyler Bate and Wesley worked well together. And um, yeah, no complaints. This was great. I mean, this was one of those great showcase matches. And I think everyone in this match um, just got their time to shine, looked really good. I think that, yeah, it's interesting to see how they're going to evolve this uh, with Wesley having this crew, but still trying to stand out as a single star. WWE is it's so funny because in sports, if you're a free agent, you don't hear from that guy. Like he's on the street until somebody signs him. In WWE, if you're a free agent, you're on every show, you're wrestling everybody, you're on SmackDown, Raw, you're on main event, you're on NXT. And Ali being a free agent and wrestling all the time, I have no complaints about that because he's been great. Yeah. And Wesley, I mean, 234 days is North American champion. Another long title reign. It's, it's, the, it's a staple of the Triple H era, those long title reigns. Yes. Gunther's just, about to break Honky Tonk's record, which is a big deal. I mean, he just beat the the second longest reign, although the days recognized is a little fussy. Yeah, it's a little on it. We never know. Yeah. But this is great for him. But yeah, I'll be curious to see. You know, I could see these three guys, even though they're palling around and going to a quaint little vegan restaurant uh, to celebrate. <laughs> I mean, I could easily see there being a triple threat between these three for that championship. At the very least, that or Mustafa has it in for Wesley and he attacks him. He's trying to weaken at least one of them based on this storytelling. So mm -hmm. that's why he's having them fight each other. And he's probably going to destroy them both. And maybe it will be a triple threat. But if he was smart, he would focus on one guy so that he doesn't have to fight two right. guys for the title. But we'll see how smart the hacker is. <laughs> the hacker? <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> why isn't he hooking up with Stevie? Where's Stevie? <laughs> I know. I 
I thought that was a good character. They need to bring it back. She's, I mean, but she's great. I mean, talk about, but again, I wonder, we've talked about this before. There's something about women's wrestling and hair color playing such a part in it, especially when you see such bright colors and vivid characters. Like, I wonder if NXT just has so many, many, too many blonde women on the roster right now where it's getting tougher to stand out if you're not doing something super dynamic and unique. So if you're blonde, they're just like, hey, you just got to sit out. You just got to wait your turn. There's two, we're at our blonde quota right now. So come in when Tiffany Stratton dyes her hair red. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm also not, though, because I think it's such an easy and, and look at it historically. Look at historically the NXT roster. In fact, where, oh, God, remember those great, um, who used to do those charts that would like do the amount of time that women got? on each program each week the number of matches the number of segments the number of minutes like i think it would be very interesting if you looked back since 2012 at the distribution of hair color in the women's divisions of <laughs> nxt raw and smackdown Kelvin, I'm serious Kelvin alexander we need that study man <laughs> i'm serious about this because there the does seem hair color the, yes there's a distribution of characters in the women's division because that's it's like the easiest way to define your character think about with men like hairstyles kind of hair color but men don't have as um that's not what they used to stand out with their look as much is what i'm saying you know i could see I mean, we're getting into the weeds here but i've been begging for an all blown tiffany stratton stable so there's the answer to your problem just put them all in a stable with tiffany stratton there you go um, but, ah, oh, man, um, this opening match was really good. So schism kind of weird. I wonder how they're being booked now that they asked for their release and didn't get it. Like, that's gotta be kind of odd. Yeah, but they, they have to October. So make the most of it, I guess. Yeah. They're still out there. They're doesn't look like they're being punished or anything there i don't think they're being booked any differently than they would have yeah. been uh -huh. had they not i mean if you just if you went to your your boss tomorrow at, at work alfred and you were like yo i want to quit i know i got time left on my contract but you get out of here they're like no you're staying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I like i wonder would you be getting like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like no i'm quitting i don't think oh you my know, god that should be the angle schism should quiet quit <laughs> and just like kind of they should be in the match they should be like orange cassidying it like just sort of lollygagging through the Going match the yeah i mean like woo, flippy floppity you know that would that'd be brilliant be that'd get him over yeah oh my god nxt would be huge but i think um if you just had ava and joe gacy like they work on their own they don't need schism or the dyad or whatever to make that shtick work. Well, if it was just Ava and Joe Gacy and it's time to have a mixed tag match, then they might be begging for the schism to be there to hide. You know, with all due respect to Ava, she's not ready to be in there week after week. So that's the good thing about the dyad being there is they could take all the bumps and it's easier to hide Ava. Um, but yeah, Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Mustafa Ali won that opening match. And then we had Thea Hale arguing with Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. Duke Hudson was trying to grade papers. Like, they left a voicemail for Andre Chase. Yeah. Did Andre Chase just, like, go out to buy cigarettes and is never coming back? He's been injured, which I didn't know. Did they ever announce this, or did we ever know I, what injury this was? Whoa. Like, Enzo was on TV in, in a rascal scooter. It's mm -hmm. summertime. It's, oh, school's, school's out. 
<laughs> that's what I, that's what I, legit what I thought it was. Andre Chase, you doesn't take vacation. Yeah, you're there for summer school. It's a whole different uh, staff. But uh, as Calvin's saying, Thea's energy, Thea's energy is incredible. I am so, I don't think she's going to win against Tiffany Stratton, but I love that she is getting this opportunity and getting more time to shine. Yeah, me too. She's great. And this is the perfect gimmick for a developmental wrestler in that she's learning. So if she legit screws up, which she kind of did in this match, it's like, oh, no, this is part of the storyline. She's yeah. still learning. And they can it's have, actually you know, brilliant. Like, you're like, no, you're not supposed to screw that up. It is, I mean, it's absolutely brilliant as yeah. a gimmick to just be like, no, we can we can work on this. We can uh, coach this, you know? Right. They're watching film. They're watching that. I would have loved to see the breakdown of the rest of that battle royal because they were criticizing poor Thea, who I thought was one of the bright spots, one of the lone bright spots in that battle royal. I would have loved to see Drew Gulak's a breakdown of the rest of that battle royal from last week. Um, I am so glad. So Braun Breaker was up next to explain challenging Seth Rollins to a match for his World Heavyweight Championship last week. And I'm so glad they are not dragging this out. I was afraid Braun was going to come out tonight, explain himself, and then we we're going to go next week and the week after. But we got Seth on the Jumbotron, uh, like sing-songy with the Braun, 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 which was great. And Seth being like, yeah, I'm stoked about coming back to NXT. See you next week. Let's do this. That is so not how it went. <laughs> Okay, you do it. You do it. Because he said, he first comes out and he's making fun of Braun. He literally says, oh, you think you can just call me out and you're going to get a title shot? That's not how it works, kid. But then he gives him the title yeah, shot. That's, what I'm saying, that's literally though. how it works, Ted. That yes. is literally how it works. It, it was very weird and contradictive if you really pay attention. But nobody's paying attention to, like, nobody's, like, nitpicking it as deep as I am right now. Because it's said and him saying it's going to be great coming back to where it all started. It's sentimental for those of us that have been watching NXT for a long time. I'm looking forward to this. My favorite part about it is that. For a second there, Braun Breaker just looked like another fan. Like, he was working out when Seth accepted. And I was like, no, bro, you're supposed to stay badass. They go to him in the ring, and he's all like, yes. <laughs> like, I like, I can't believe I pulled this off. <laughs> no, and, and we've talked about for years that NXT should do a homecoming show. I'm actually surprised yeah. they're not anchoring that in with this. Well, that would be great. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, I think this could open the door for that. Honestly, with Seth talking about how he wants to come back. I mean, but to your point, Issa, like there was no way Seth was going to get up there and be like, no, I don't accept. He could have. Well, my favorite part is Seth Rollins as a babyface being like, I accept. And the place explodes. He goes next week. And then they're like, wait a minute. And then they started booing him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ain't that hard to get tickets to NXT anymore. You know? WWE has a looming disaster on its hand. I just want to say, if I hear any of these WWE management types like Road Dog, Brian James, or Bruce Pritchard complain about this, they only have themselves to blame. This singing Seth Rollins' theme song is turning into the new What Chant, where people are starting to mm -hmm. sing that theme song over promos, and they were wildly encouraging it for a long time last night on Raw, where they were encouraging fans to do this. So if this becomes a new thing, there is no combating this. This will be like if the what chant goes Super Saiyan, because there's nothing you can do. If an arena full of people are singing over you, you're done. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, you they did no favors to Finn Balor last night. No favors. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was tough to watch. Um, I don't know if you all saw this, but during NXT, you know, Tony D'Angelo's in jail and Dominic Mysterio tweeted only the yes survive yes and tag tony d yes i scream so loud for that gang gang yeah. oh man uh but no i think uh it's gonna be great seeing braun and seth next week i'm really looking forward to that me too 
Uh, then we have the video, the Dana Brooke video. Again, just I, I want people just to watch this video and forget about Dana Brooke's main roster career, <laughs> which is not hard to do. Um, and again, I love Dana Brooke, but she hasn't been given many opportunities. This video was incredible. It's very good. We should all have a highlight reel that makes us look this good. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot she wrestled Ronda, honestly. Yeah, and they had her like, like, like they were attacking Becky. I mean, they had they made her look like such a dominant badass. They had her in the ring with Ronda with Oscar. This was this was like the Hall of Fame entrance video package for Dana Brooke. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, this again, like people think I'm being hyperbolic here. This package was insane. And the question that I have is like, if they can do this for, I mean, why aren't they doing more of this? You know what right. I mean? Because this just really should, this, the, whoever did this is the best editor in all of WWE. It was really incredible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and as Lego Brick Collector saying out, like, yeah, it was a Raw Women's Championship match that ended in 10 seconds. That's the point. They were able to take a lackluster main roster. Seven career. seconds of that match. Oh, man. Um, so after that, Mackenzie was with Dana and said, Dana, how long are you here for? And she's like, as long as they'll have me. I thought this was a great Dana Brooke promo backstage. Yes. I actually really, really enjoyed it. And maybe she was hyped after watching. She was right watching her own video package. And she's like, yo, let's go. That's me. <laughs> because I thought this is one of the best promos I've seen her cut. Which she said, I'll work, I'll work Ross, SmackDown, NXT, yeah. Level Up, Main Event. Like She's like, I love being in the ring. I'll work whatever they, they'll have me. I thought this was really, really good for Dana Brooke. Everything about her tonight was actually great. Yeah, I liked her interaction with Cora Jade. I thought yes. that was great. Yes. Yeah, and Cora blames her for losing the battle royal. So the good heat between them. I think there's a lot of story. Um, she's got to bring back in the entrance because she's not doing the standing flip. flip anymore, right? They showed that right. in the package. That's still, I think, one of the most impressive entrances in the history of professional wrestling because it defies. I mean, like, how can you do that? How can you have the confidence to do that without thinking you're going to just break your neck? It's really insane. All this glowing praise for Danny. You better watch it. Nikita I, Lyons is going to start feeling the type of way. I love Dana. I've always loved Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke versus Nikita Lyons. Who you got? I think Dana's going to graciously put Nikita over because she's that <laughs> good of a person. Dana Brooke yeah. um, entrance cartwheels against Fergie cartwheels when she's performing. <laughs> who you got? I mean, is she performing Fergalicious or MILF Money? You, you never seen the that national play. anthem. Oh, that. You never seen the clip of her, like, I think it was like Good Morning America or the Today Show doing the cartwheels in the middle no. of New York. Oh, man, I got to send that to you right now. Hold up. Anyways. <laughs> it's I a fucking classic. love Fergie. Fergie is incredible. No, this is, this is the best. Well, wait till you see this, because it's actually impressive, but it's the funniest freaking thing you'll ever see. Fergie is so incredible that somehow she started off on Kids Incorporated as the blondest, whitest girl on all of syndicated TV and somehow grew up to be a Latina woman. She was reverse gentrified. But no, I love Fergie, seriously. Milf Money, banger of a song. It's incredible. Is that her new one? Came out like five years ago. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so then we had Cora Jade versus Thea Hale tonight. Alfred, what'd you think of this? I'm sorry. Fine I just said to match. The clip. Uh, both in storyline, and I don't know if it's real or not, but uh, I very much liked 
Thea Hale's Kimura lock. It, the transition was a little wonky, but I, I like what Thea Hale's doing. And, and as much as I love Andre Chase and Chase U, I think this is a good stand-in in terms of her being trained by Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. I, I've liked, I think it's just that Thea Hale has chemistry with everybody. So she's of course going to have chemistry with them too, but she's doing a great job. I'm looking forward to it. She's not going to beat um, Tiffany Stratton, I don't think, but it's going to be a very intriguing match. I love seeing how good Tia Hale is getting and how much she's, she's improving. That's the one thing that we need to enjoy about NXT being a developmental quotations is that you do get to see these this crazy performers and them get better and better. Yeah, there was a couple of wonky things, but you can actually make them part of the storyline here. But the Kimura lock, Brock Lesnar was smiling somewhere. It was great. I liked how um, Cora kept trying to cheat and was thwarted. It was very sort of Looney Tunes, Wiley e. Coyote. It was a clever way to tell that story in the ring of Cora trying to bust out full heel mode. Also, I don't think I've ever put this over before because I never really noticed it as much as tonight. That barbed wire gear Cora has with the barbed wire on the leggings. About that. So good. Like, that, that is top five gear in all of modern professional wrestling. Okay, my thing about that when, when I watch her, I know it's fake barbed wire and it's part yeah. of the gear, but like I'll see her take a bump and I'll be like, oh, God, and I'll just kind of think it's real barbed wire, even though it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that gear looks incredible. Like if you really Yeah, whoever's doing her gear, they're doing such a good job because it looks very real. It does. Yeah. And then she she's it's also in her tights. Like she looks she has a great presentation, but her booking right now is not really doing her any favor. She's losing a lot. Yeah. That gear though, so kind of we were talking earlier about hair color. So you can overcome the hair color challenge if you've got distinctive gear. Or yeah. something about your look. What I was saying specifically earlier to sometimes um, if you're in the blonde athlete role, that is one that's very easy to get lost in it. And with blondes, it seems to be like there's a blonde athlete role and then the blonde like model look. Mean girl. I'm telling you, start paying attention to this. You will start to notice there are different types of characters that they put specifically female wrestlers into as far as how their look is presented. One month from now, Glenn's whole entire room is going to have, like, writing on the wall, like, a beautiful mind just calculating. Like, stacks, like, stacks yeah. trying to figure out yeah. who's snitch, but it's just going to be, like, all the blonde wrestlers. <laughs> long division. Well, it's like with comics. Have you ever noticed this? Like, Marvel and DC sometimes, you could tell they've only got so many different ideas for superhero looks, and you see stuff, and you're just like, it looks like generic ass, create a superhero, yeah. you know? Kind of the same problem sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, Thea Hale won this match. Mm -hmm. And going to face. Look at her go. Is Thea going to face Dana? No, Thea's uh, getting over for the Cora championship. Cora's face facing Dana. Dana. Cora's yeah. Dana. At Gold Rush. The two-week right. event starting next week. Yes, Maybe Gold I sing, Rush. is Eva Marie in two categories, red hair and pink hair? Well, she was in the red hair category, and she owned that because she was the only one with that style of red hair at the time. And then I'm telling you, and <laughs> for instance, with the pink hair, like you, you wouldn't have two female superstars with pink hair at the same time because they one would be like, that's my gimmick. Asuka will be in all the categories. Yeah. See, but that's part of it too, because it's, I'm telling you, think about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a chart. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't spend too much time thinking about it. I think about fashion all hair. the time. I think I think I do too, but not like necessarily hair colors. I think the one that I would like put in the top top iconic will be Rhea going to the dark hair. Hmm. It was a game changer for her. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so Drew and Charlie congratulated Thea after in their hostile takeover of Chase U. Yep. Then we had Oro Mensa with Noam Dar, Takara Jackson, and Lash Legend versus Nathan Frazier with Dragon Metaphor. And they were going for the NXT Heritage Cup. Well, it was supposed to be Noam Dar, right? Yeah, yeah. he's injured. injured. Heartbreaking. I, when they originally announced this match tonight and explained the rules, I, my first reaction was like, oh, this sounds like this is the most boring AEW style shit. <laughs> We're got like eight rounds of two minutes each in the point score. But the fact that it went fast actually made me really love this. I did a 180 on this about halfway through the match. I was just like, no, this Heritage Cup, this this uh, quick, short rounds worked really well because they didn't go the limit on the round. Right. And that was smart, but at the same time, I don't think this audience understood the Heritage Cup rules because... Nobody understands. After, when they still. just kept going after the pinfall, you could just see them like, wait a minute, I thought this was over. And then they weren't yes. getting hot for anything after that. I mean, uh, credit for them to try and make the Heritage Cup into a title. You know? Give it something. Do you think it counts, or do you think next week they're gonna give it back to Noam Dar because they he didn't better. win the cup? Yeah, that's what I thought oh, too, right? Like I thought. Championship. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't win the cup from the cup holder or oh, whatever. Yeah. So I think next week they're gonna do like some kind of like, oh yeah, that wasn't valid, or Noam Dar is gonna try to pull that off. Because yeah. I mean, I'm happy, and I thought Nathan Fraser killed it here, and it was a great match. But I didn't think it made any sense that he won the cup. On uh, so you know what I mean. If Vince McMahon was booking NXT. Uh-oh. This is where I use Vince to, to say something that that Glenn would never say because this isn't his brand of comedy. But if Vince McMahon was booking NXT, he would have Noam Dar come out next week and say, ah, you know, his accent, I'm not going to do the accent. Be like, oh, you think you won the Heritage Cup, but the real Heritage Cup is here and he would pull it out of his jock strap. Like, uh, and I still possess the Heritage Cup. <laughs> that is definitely a Vince McMahon type. Isn't it? <laughs> And then a D's nuts reference somewhere yeah. in there, just and that, that would be will the never get old. These nuts references is ageless, you know what that's I mean? Time, so that's how Noam Dar can say he saw as the Heritage Cup, <laughs> and then he should celebrate with it like it's a championship. Maybe they can make a belt out of it. <sighs> it's been a long day, folks. I drove for 13 <laughs> hours yesterday. Good lord, yeah, 13 hours. Yeah, from San Francisco back to Las Vegas in an oh, nice. electric car. And let me tell you, there's some lies about electric cars. Oh, because you had to do the supercharger, huh? One, being the range. Oh, you don't get that range they say you're going to get. Two, the, oh, it charges really fast. Mm-mm. No, it don't. No. 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 <laughs> lies. All lies. It was the longest drive I've ever had back from Northern California to Las Vegas. So I'm a little punchy. But... Um, I think this was great with Nathan Frazier winning. I think that, yeah, uh, there's going to be a good way they can keep this going. And Jackson and Lash Legend got into it with Valentina Feroz and Ulysses Leung, who came down and attacked them tonight. Yeah, and I'm a very big fan of the metaphor. I, I, I think this just works. They've all got a weird kind of chemistry, and I love seeing them together. And I think Noam Dara really needs to have that Heritage Cup. I like Nathan Frazier, but Noam Dar is so good with that cup in terms of making it seem like it's the most important thing to him. Nathan Fraser doesn't care about that cup. Give it back to Noam Dar. 
Golden Knights win yet, speaking of Las Vegas. Oh, looks oh, like they did. Yeah, oh, they did. Or uh, they're about to. There's like a minute left in the third period, and they're up nine to six. Congratulations. What a great start to this franchise. Yeah. Man, that bonus ball tomorrow, Rigged. bingo, is going to be huge. <laughs> Rigged. Rigged. New franchise, you know, you got you to gotta put them over. <laughs> yeah, you got to put that new. Uh, so, okay. I love how Glenn literally just said, not even a minute ago, great start for this new franchise. And when I pull, point out that it's rigged, he's like, well, they're not that new. <laughs> Change your tune real quick. To you're, such, yeah. you're such a local. I know, I know. You know, like, <laughs> Alfred, please. You're not helping. <laughs> yeah, and the local funny. casino does a bonus ball at bingo based on the number of goals they score. The fact they're up nine tonight, that bonus ball is going to be huge tomorrow. Oh, hey. smart. Going to cut work and go play bingo in the middle of the day tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, let's uh, talk. This was a pleasant surprise. Dabakato versus Axiom and Scripps in a two-on-one handicap match. I think we talked about this last week. And we we're like, oh, Dabakato's going to beat the shit out of these two poor guys. Well, he started, too. Yeah. He did. But then the new tag team of Scraxium. <laughs> that's not their official name, but that's what I'm calling them. Scripps and Axiom, Scraxium, uh, won tonight and beat Davocado. They had some fun moves. It kind of makes me want to see a two-on-one division or, you know, <laughs> see what they can do against other giants. This was, I mean, they both got in a lot of flippy shit tonight, a lot of showcase moves. They look great. Scripps, Reggie, Reggie's coming back. He's, he's yeah, this digging themselves out from the burial self-imposed burial of that mask it's funny because tag team wrestling is actually perfect for reggie i don't think we ever saw him do much tag team work um on the main roster i mean he did some comedy stuff with carmella but they were doing a lot of cool things and he's like a gymnast so it was almost like seeing cirque du soleil where they would be able to flip him up and they had a lot of cool spots i very much enjoyed this me too the power ranger rent chance though <laughs> yeah. yeah no they were <laughs> over they did very yeah. well they did yeah. very well with yeah. this tonight. It was very surprising that they won because Dabacado seems like the kind of giant two-on-one match. You know, they wouldn't have had Braun Strowman gotten beat like this. Right. Or Omos. But yeah. maybe this is the direction. You just have these two guys challenge all the giants. Yeah. Yeah. So Scraxium. Scraxium. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scripps and Axiom won. And then after the match, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Menudo rejects. The Menudo rejects was the first thing I thought when I saw this. Except for Humberto, looked like he ate Humberto. Oh. But worked out. You know what I mean? Like in a healthy way, in a protein shake kind of way. He looked big. He's stacked. Like a metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they attacked after. What were they doing there? We'll find out later. Um, I can't wait to see the video package for them, the Dana Brooke esque video <laughs> package for Los Lotharios. Do you think they cut out the kiss cam, or do you think we got a kiss cam? I think it's all kiss cam. Oh, yeah, we got all it. Of it. Yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> It'll just like, make them look like two of the biggest, like they have like the Riz gods in the company. Even though they're doing a kiss cam, it'll just make them look at these guys getting all these girls. And they'll be <laughs> like, where were they? It was like COVID. They got so much COVID. <laughs> From all this kissing <laughs> of fans. Uh, so 
Made a video of Channing Stacks Lorenzo trying to figure out who ratted out Tony D'Angelo and add to Moss Chompa. This was Chompa. the best thing ever. Like, like this went deep, uh, pretty yeah. deadly. I mean, this Did was a suspect. Yeah. Oh my God, the two dimes and he just said alive. Yeah. yeah. It also had yeah. it also had Legato the Fantasma and he said name change because they're LWO yeah. now. Like they went deep into all of Tony D's. Uh, Storylines. At, at first, I thought this was a fashion police thing when I saw heard the voice. Yeah, over and yeah, saw, it was very similar. Yeah. yeah, um, this was fun. I mean, it kind of so, was. Yeah. yeah. So Stax is going to get Tony out, and they're going to challenge for the tag team title. Well, time. Hopefully, yeah. He's got to show up. That, in that better prison. be what happened. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Gold Rush. But then it was weird because later they're talking about the number one contenders match. That right, that's well. what I was thinking as well. Like, okay, but we kind of mm -hmm. teased Tony and Stacks here, and now we're we going to do, do both. something else. But I think, yeah, that is actually a shirt, by the way. They do have it in WWE shop. Oh, they have Malik a free oh, Tony really? D'Angelo shirt. They Good do. One. It's Malik Black saying they need a free, he needs a free Tony D shirt that Stacks is It's available, my friend. They put well, it out. Go to the WWE shop right now. Well, Malik wants it for free. He wants it for free 99. So oh. if anybody in WWE is watching this, please hook up our guy, friend of the show, Malik. With a free shirt and me too <laughs> calvin r alexander with a 20 dollars super chat look at all that orange thank you calvin Woo! saying that the heritage cup match accomplished two things it established frazier as a new star and seeing ulisa and valentina engage in fisticuffs with flash and jakara reestablished the women's tag division seeds were planted all night that's a good point um although didn't weren't reports out now that the NXT tag belts are getting folded into the main roster? Well, it's not reports. They're going to unify those titles with Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler against um, right. Isla Dawn and Alba Oh, Fire. well, see, I was out Friday. Okay, so that's They're not going to go They're going to unify the titles. Yeah. That would be incredible if Alba and I are, Isla won, but that does not happen. Not a chance. But that would be incredible if that happened. I kind of smell a rap. Part of me thinks that the only reason they were called up was to drop the NXT to unify the titles, they haven't done much. I mean, we've gotten some video packages. They haven't it, been. Was there another one Friday? Because that one. Two I weeks thought ago they looked good on terrifying. Friday, though. When oh, they, they did look out, good. Yeah, when they came out to attack Shayna and Ronda, they looked great. Was there another terrifying video package Friday? No, I don't think they no, had one like on Friday, the one. No. no. Yeah, because that one, I'm still like sleeping with the nightlight because <laughs> of that. That was some spooky, spooky shit. Um. <laughs> so okay. Thank you, Kelvin. Thank you, Kelvin. Yes, friend of the show. Great friend of the show. Yes. Um, oh, Dylan saying Tony Diesel here should be David Otunga. Oh, God, please. <laughs> yes. Um, so, after that, Idris Nofe versus Malik Blade. This is really funny to me. This, I think it's it's kind of adorable in that they're all trying to be better tag teams by fighting each other, but they're kind of coming off as being like naive and so they're all getting tricked into fighting each other i think it's very funny and they had a really good i didn't know malik could fly like that yeah i know i know that was crazy some of the spots yeah. that he did here i i forgot about the storyline until i saw them all come out i'm like oh yeah they're gonna fight each other because <laughs> i'm supposed to bring them closer i did pop at the end when after after he like lost he's like i do know your birthday man <laughs> Listen, it's a little thing. I'm easily entertained. I was entertained by that. It's funny, but everything yeah, like yes. went into a cluster F after this. 
Well, uh, yeah, and uh, Brooks and Dunn were out there, and so was uh, uh, Tank and Tank. The Wank and Tank connection. <laughs> um, Wanker. Wanker connection. Yes. Uh, so... Booker T grabbed the mic and let them know they're going to be facing off in a triple threat number one contenders match. And then Umberto and Garza were there. And maybe that'll become a four way because they may seem like they want to get in on that. Possibly, yeah. In the middle of them brawling, the interviewer just like, know, that was these guys. Awkward. So, what do you guys think about all this? <laughs> that happened last night on Raw. I don't know if you guys caught it, it, but like when Natalia had her mental breakdown and then like Baron Saxton was like, okay, well, Kevin Owens is having sex. Yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, give her a minute here. This woman said she doesn't even know what she is anymore. And he's like, anyways, like, these interviewers are savages right now. Yeah, they're trying to get those scoops, man. They even scooped yep. us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Roxanne Perez took on Tatum Paxley. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I got off really early to take Roman to the groomers. Leave me alone. Oh. This was fine. I mean, Roxanne got the win. Yeah, I like the promo that she cut after. The yeah. match was there, short, simple, and to the point, but I this might be my favorite thing uh, promo-wise that well, Roxanne has done. And this Blair Davenport promo we saw where she showed the spots in the parking lot where she yes. took each person out. <laughs> so good. That was she's really good. That yeah. parking lot. She's pretty much saying she's the reason that the NXT parking lot's known for being so dangerous, which she is. So... I mean, that's where they should have the match. That's where the match with Roxanne and Blair Davenport should be is in the parking lot. No, Let's no. The, it needs to be like the match in the parking lot needs to happen when one of the women that she injured come back. Roxanne, she didn't injure Roxanne, so she can just rest. Well, no, but she's normal. going to. She does it at the end, and then Nikita Lyons returns and comes out of nowhere. Well, yeah, she should wrestle Nikita Lyons in the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah. It's a shame that um, Sol Ruka, because you could have a great, like, fighting game style match of just all three taking on Blair Davenport one at a time in the parking lot. They could do parkour. This guy knows parkour. I like, I like the promo from Roxanne. That's all. That's all. I thought she had that extra oof to it. You know, we don't see that from her. Every time that she talks, you're like, oh, that's cute. But do you believe what she's saying here? She feels threatening. And I like it. She showed fire. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, bless, uh, you. bless you. Sorry, what did you think of uh, earlier when we saw um, Tiffany Stratton her little I interaction thought, with Thea Hale? I thought her fit was incredible. I mean, hear me out on this. They're not doing a lot with Tiffany Stratton as champ, not as much as I thought to where I'm like, could Thea Hale actually win this? Well, I don't know what they did with Tiff last week because I missed it, obviously, power outage problems, Puerto Rico problems. But I think this is a better way to use her because I don't know that that promo that they had in the ring with her went mm. as good as they wanted to, where her it backstage little sassy moments and this and that is the Tiffany that we all really oh, it for. So I prefer them using her this way. In the ring, she can go. So like, let's like work on the promo and having her out there like slowly because they gave her way too much the first night and it showed. 
And, and it looks like they're overcorrecting. I feel like they're hiding her, which is kind of weird to be hiding your world champion. Your world champion should be the centerpiece of that division. The NXT women's world title is on the level of the men's world title. So you could argue it's the most important belt in NXT in terms of prestige. It really is in terms of prestige because the biggest stars who came out of NXT mostly were women. And so it's weird that you have to hide your world champion. Tiffany can talk. It's just I think she isn't as good at talking in front of people for a long period of time. So you don't have to necessarily hide her. You could still do a lot of backstage stuff. You could have her interact with people in the rings where she doesn't have to do all the heavy lifting. But I don't agree with them hiding yeah. her. I think she needs to be letting her freak flag fly right now. Do you think – how do you think Thea Hale would be as women's champion? Not really. She'd be a good underdog champion. But, yeah, I, I think you got to give Tiffany a run. Like, yeah. I, I think there's so much promise in Tiffany Stratton. And one of the many reasons I think she should be in a stable is then she has people to play off. Of. I think she's just better like that. I, I don't think well, she should be in a position to cut these long promos. Yeah. I think the moment of Thea winning in that celebration could be like a top 10 NXT moment. Like that could be bigger than even when Rhea won um, of the reaction. Uh oh, <laughs> I mean, they beat AEW head to head. Who did Tiffany Stratton ever beat? One night. One <laughs> no, that's time. what I'm saying. That was like one of the few times they beat them head of head because of Rhea. I know. So, uh, but that moment, like, but that was the problem, though. It's that, like, Rhea, and then everyone came out and lifted her up the whole locker. Like, that was, it was a good yeah, moment. Does Rhea have two million followers on TikTok? I yes. think so. No, that was All a right. great moment for Rhea. The person, her character, like, kind of died for a while that night. Good. Two times that she's hidden her screen. Well, she shouldn't, she should never have been a baby face. Rhea Ripley should have never been a baby face. That was a huge mistake. And that started when she won the championship. In Are NXT. you just saying this? Cause she had blonde hair back then. She did have blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern with you tonight, Glenn. And then Charlotte beat her for the blonde hair to be like, no, blonde <laughs> hair is my thing. But that was the best thing that could have ever happened to Rhea Ripley because she her character evolved from there. Yeah, because the, because her baby face wasn't cool. All shucks is not Rhea Ripley's character. Maybe, but I will contend that the fact that she was a babyface chasing and they did do such a great job and they did build Shane up as this unstoppable force and people were ready for Rhea, that's what really caused people to want to watch that. That's why the rating was so no. good for that show. So and she was a good babyface chasing, maybe not so much as a champion, but I don't yeah. think that was her fault. I think she came across more like an anti-hero, and I love Rhea Ripley. I've been into Rhea Ripley since day one. I'm just saying that, like, it was tough to see her go from winning that championship to losing that championship in Mania, and her character was cold until she turned heel. I mean, the booking decision was wrong, but obviously it, it happened at that WrestleMania that nobody watched. Nobody was there, right? If, if it happened in front of nobody, did it really happen? No. However, I will say one thing. When Rhea showed up, to call out Charlotte. Mm -hmm. That was like the biggest BDE ever oh, yeah. moment. In like, Survivor oh my Street? God. It, oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, no, when she went after after yeah. Charlotte won the Rumble, it was Rhea who came out and was like, what's up? And you're not expecting a Royal Rumble winner to go after the NXT championship. Everything about that moment was so good. I just wish the booking would have gone differently. But things, listen, Rhea is where she needed to be. Maybe it took Absolutely. us a little bit longer, but Rhea is where she needed to be. But that moment, was incredible how can you not and that's the thing right you can go 
I mean, I, I get what you're saying about her not being a baby face. But when she comes out there, she's challenging Charlotte Flair. Like, she's not scared. How can you not root for her at that no, moment? You know I mean, what I mean? Like, it's, it's the right way to do it. If you're going to make her a face, that was it. Well, first, I'm the type of person that believes everything happens for a reason. I'm not that type of person. But, uh, no, I think that it all, it all worked out. It all worked out how it needed to work out. It was just a little rough. It was a little rough patch. That's all I'm saying. Kelvin R. Alexander, $5, says, give Tiffany an interview segment where she insults her guests, help establish her character that way. Love it. Yeah. we need. Well, I think we just need a little bit more. I think her backstage has been great. Yeah. Um, she can talk. It's it's not that she can't cut a promo. It's the, it's the element of being live in front of all those people or whatnot. But maybe that was just a one-time thing. She just needs to put in the work. And they that's what NXT is here for. Maybe they're just spooked because they have to have a good television product to get that uh, mm. uh, TV deal. But they need to have her out there to fail. That's what the show is here for. Tough. It's tough. Uh, Dragunov versus Baron Corbin. Number one contenders match for the NXT Banker. This was good. I like Corbin's new gear, wrestling like in boxer really? shorts. Really? The Fabletics? Yeah. The booty shorts? Booty shorts, Baron? No, you didn't. You just call it Fabletics. Yeah, Stop. he's wearing Fabletics. Like what, what Baron's is... wearing? Like, okay, I wouldn't have worn red, but when I was going to the gym, yeah, roughly this, you know? Like, when you I... were going to the gym, you were not Baron Corbin, WWE superstar at those moments. That's true. I would walk around with my earbuds in and I would be like gesturing and like I, I was hyped. <laughs> I was feeling it at the gym in my boxer shorts and my muscle shirt lifting weights. Although I had fingerless gloves on. You know? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. You have fingerless gloves on? Well, it's important because you can't wear finger Finger gloves is a little too dressy, I think. Okay. Fingerless shows that like, you know, I'm all business, but I also know how to party. Wow. Throw down, you know? Gloves ain't got yeah, no fingers. Like, like Jesus test. in a tuxedo t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Baron's look. I thought this was good. I just see, I think it comes off as low effort. It's just, it's like he just rolled out of the gym and he's okay, I'll wrestle. I just, I, I like traditional ring gear and I like Baron Corbin. It, it kind of reminds me of when he was dressing like a waiter from TGIF where he would oh, just wear the that. dark clothes. What is it with Baron and wrestling in street clothes? I don't know. I like seeing the tattoos. I do, but I the like gear was not doing it for me. Like, there's got to be a different way to show up his physique and his tattoos without it looking like you just, like, borrow somebody else's clothes. Like, it, it came off to me, like, when I go visit my nephew and we go to the gym together and I didn't pack any gym clothes, so I use his. Like, that's yeah. that's the, what I got out of that. Like, he forgot his gear and somebody was like, throw this on and go. Mm-hmm. I like those shorts. I want to get me a pair of those shorts. You do that, Glenn. Gonna Please wear post, that with with my Vegas robe. Post a picture robe. when you do. Gonna wear that yeah. with my red Vegas robe. You have a red Vegas robe. Yeah, I've worn it on this podcast before. Oh yeah, I. Oh, I you gotta wear that. that on this podcast. I have yeah. worn it on the podcast. Yeah, you really? Yeah. Go get it. I'm not going to get it right now. It's all the way over <laughs> the there. Side. Yeah. Well, what day would we wear a robe? I don't know. We did it before holiday. when we did Wink After Dark that one night. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. We did. We did it. That was the thing. Yeah, we yeah, all, yeah, yeah. I don't think I did. I didn't. I've never yeah, worn a you, robe you on this put podcast. On, no, but you put on something. Issa had. Oh, that's right. I podcast. remember that. Issa had yes. something that looked a little sort of frilly, uh, and uh, fancy pajama party. I remember now. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get my robe. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we've done this for so long. I keep on forgetting all the silly stuff that we've done. Yes, all the great moments. Um, yeah. but no, tonight Corbin. 
looked fantastic. Dragon off. Dragon off. Yeah, but uh, this Especially was a really, really good match. When you when I first heard that this was the main event tonight, part of me was kind of like, okay, well, this will be all right, I guess. But no, this was really, really good. And again, man, end of days is the most badass finisher. Yeah, I'm still pissed off that Drew McIntyre kicked out of that. I, I'll never <laughs> get know. over that. I'll never get over it. I know, I know. I said it. <laughs> I said it on my stream earlier. I was like, I know what you guys are going to say, but I'm going to remind you every single time that I see the move, I'm still pissed off Drew McIntyre kicked out of it. What a move. Dragunov, though, like the size difference didn't matter in the beginning because Dragunov was just not letting off. I was so impressed where he was like, no, I'm not going to let this guy get up because he's going to kick my ass. Uh, I really like the match, but the question is, afterwards and i will get into all of it but who's the heel who's the face like what happened here why yeah is Melo, is Melo a heel no okay so why no. is he attacking baron corbin after a hard fight like it didn't make any sense to me when, he was, doing it to, it. when he was doing it to braun it made sense but tonight it was just weird baron laid out mellow and well wwe was that last week because i didn't watch last week so well, it was a couple of weeks ago, but they okay. like to do the turnabout as fair play. So after right. a babyface is wronged, no matter how many times a babyface comes back, even if it's cheap, they say, well, the heel had it coming. So right. yeah, I don't right. think uh, Melo's being healed, but yeah, it was a little excessive. But here's the right. crazy thing is Carmelo attacked Corbin after and was standing tall at the end of this. Now, Raj Giri has often said that the guy who's standing tall gets that moment match. and he normally loses the match the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think next week, Issa, or the week after, whenever it happens, Baron Corbin will be our new NXT champion? I wouldn't be mad, but I don't see it happening. I like I like Melo as champ, but I'm not gonna be mad at Corbin. I I just don't see Melo losing that title yet. Me neither. Nothing would surprise me because if this is a push for NXT, maybe they think, well, we could put the belt on Baron and then he can go on SmackDown with the belt and then we can build it up. But that kind of theory that Raj has, or it's, it's been something that WWE's done forever. And I don't think it applies to Baron Corbin because everybody gets over on Baron Corbin, especially if you saw SmackDown. Where like Damn. Guys even, the, even the money in the bank briefcase gets over on <laughs> Baron Corbin. He did. He was the last person to pin Roman Reigns. <laughs> He was, Jesus and they Christ. said that on television, and they never paid that off. I don't know why they let him say that so many times against your top champion if he's not at least going to have a match where he gets squashed by Roman Reigns. They, they never paid it off. Okay. So, final thoughts on say NXT, then we got some important super chats to get to. <laughs> yeah, we do. I thought it was a fine show. I mean, I'm looking forward to Gold Rush. That should be a lot of fun, but NXT is developing. I mean, I know they're putting a lot behind the show, and it's showing. Isa. I thought tonight's episode was a lot of fun. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. Paced beautifully. Lots of great in-ring stuff, which is a norm for NXT. And I find it completely unnecessary that Glenn had to bring that up. <laughs> Remember there was dog food? Glenn, I will oh, leave yeah. this podcast right I forgot now. about the dog food. <laughs> it oh, was man. really like... There's the... super chats. People are paying. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bear, uh, Bear Hudson, Alfred, uh, the chat has requested you read Bear Hudson. Yeah, Alfred. <laughs> Front of the show for $5, Bear Hudson. I'll try to say this with a straight face. I met a woman in her 50s years ago. Since that time, she's taught me a lot. The problem I have is she is full of energy, and sometimes I'm tired. Now, you didn't he specify says, he what says, And sometimes of. I'm tired? You should have read <laughs> yeah, it like yeah. that. Are you sure about it? Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy? Wait, if she was <laughs> in her 50s years ago, how old is she now? Well, she's... Ain't nothing, nothing wrong. but a number. Exactly. Right. Nothing wrong with a 60-year-old, 70-year-old woman. I didn't if say there was. Got energy? 
Apparently. My advice, Bear Hudson, is white energy. Hit up Glenn. He'll give you oh, oh, silver energy. <laughs> no. no, no. My advice, uh, Blue Chew. I think we still got a code active. Use code INC. Oh, there you go. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Use code Demon Diva. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but okay. Well, he's not talking about performance issues. He's talking about tire. Don't give him Blue Chew where he's just like wants to go from the waist oh, no. down, but he really can't go. Well, yeah. He can take a nap there. and the rest of them can make it work. You know, Caffeine pills. <laughs> No, caffeine, you get dehydrated, then you can't, you can't perform if you're dehydrated. Yeah, you can. Not, no, you'll you have problems. What kind of problems, Glenn? Is this happening to yeah, you? Yeah, let's hear about this. If you're dehydrated, okay, look. <laughs> oh, she's 57, by the way. Okay, if, if you're dehydrated, you're not at your peak performance in any aspect of life. You can't focus. Your body's not working correctly. You know, back when I was a younger man. And uh, I was uh, dating a lot, and I used dating euphemistically. Um, I would, I would like bring with me, like, okay, I've got my water, I've got some Cliff Bars for energy if I need, just like a little something, you know, just to keep me going. And you gotta, you gotta take breaks. You gotta pace yourself. This is, uh, it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. It's like the Heritage you know? Cup, so you do it in rounds. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta be like, okay, I, oh, I, I should drink some water right now. You know, right? You gotta get, you gotta peak performance. That's good advice. You can also cramp up. Just, just watch out when you take the breaks or when you stop for the water. Just don't do it at a moment that. Well, you gotta, you gotta know yeah. when to hold them, know when to fold them. I mean, you'd be surprised. Kenny Rogers, you'd be surprised. You know, and never count your money when you're sitting at the table. <laughs> be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Uh, T Smitty three thousand five dollars. No Hamdar. Tony D's. Welcome home barbecue. Boys in that, the style. That is the greatest. Idea I think I've ever heard for NXT. Bro, that Noam Dar knows how to play dominoes. Guarantee you, too. guarantee you, he will never beat me at dominoes. Guarantee you that. Ain't nobody beating me at dominoes. Not even Noam Dar. Oh my God. Controversial I want opinion. I think Remy Martin is better than Hennessy, personally. I do too. I, have I had, I mean, I, I'm off the hen dog. How many times have I had Remy Martin? couple times definitely hen dog i'm a, i'm a i'm a interesting guy interesting he's a lightweight i drank with him <laughs> no i drink you all under the table you know it no you didn't you were like that, tossing it out that's what you were doing you couldn't hit that fireball ooh, not so much yeah it tasted like college <laughs> yeah <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay <laughs> i'm just recovering from these last super chats yeah I think I think we need to work on Bear Hudson's energy, like coffee. I don't know, you know. Yeah, get some sleep too, Bear. Sleep and get nah, sleep is overrated. And... Sleep is overrated. Ghost uh, three hours should be enough, if even. Oh God. Ghost came out with a new energy drink, uh, Strawberry Bubblicious. Wow, oh. did you try it yet? It's incredible. It tastes exactly try. like you the would. gum. You would. They also have Bubblicious cotton candy. That is disgusting. Ew. As an energy drink, but the uh, strawberry one, phenomenal. If you find it, pick that up. It's up there with uh, Sour Patch Kids flavors is one of their best. Good stuff. Okay, so that's tonight. Tomorrow night's AEW. Friday. Do we have an announcement tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Look at that super chat. Yes, no, I, I haven't seen an announcement promo. yet. Got a new gangster team coming to NXT. I thought we were just talking about them. Oh, because they were talking about playing dominoes. No, they're talking about that video package that we got for the Damien Priest from Wish.com guy. <laughs> I forgot about that promo tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're on their way and uh, they're playing some bones. Otherwise, they're dominoes in their local area. They, they're trying to make it look authentic. So we'll see what happens here. There you go. So announcement on AEW tomorrow night. No, there, is there one? I don't know. When's the collision? The announcement starts... is that there is no announcement. That's, that's collision big... starts Saturday. Yeah. We'll see, man. I'll be at GCW on Saturday. Come say hi if you're in LA. Oh, are but, you going? That's going to be fun. Yeah, I love GCW. God, Me too. It's so fun. Cool. Follow Alfred at This Is Nasty. Follow Issa at NYC Demon Diva. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. My wife's out of town today and tomorrow. <laughs> As always. So it's back to the casino. Hey. It'll <laughs> be good times. Have a good one. Keep it real. Everyone, you got to keep it real. First and foremost, keep it real. And we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye. Take care.